Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Alex and I'm Ruben and before we get started today uh, we want to just take a moment and talk about the biggest news that happened this week and that's the murder of George Floyd while there are a lot of issues going on right now and a lot of fun things that we can talk about in the NBA we want to just take a moment and say that we stand in solidarity with George Floyd um, after his untimely murder his entire family as they mourn the loss of a loved one and all of the people that are fighting against racial and police injustice here in America and around the world. I just want to also take a moment and say that Black Lives Matter. And if there's anything that we can possibly do to be a support vector for anyone that's dealing with racial injustice, please let us know. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I've been kind of talking a little bit on Twitter, but, um, you know, I love you guys. Uh, you know, just be good to one another. It's a really, really crazy time. And uh, with everything, like just this entire year has been nuts. So um, just uh, be good to one another. And again, if we can do anything, just let us know. And also one last thing, if you are protesting, whether it's here in Dallas or anywhere else, be safe, take the proper precautions and be prepared. All right, so let's uh, let's you know take that somber moment and dig into a little bit of fun. Um, the NBA is reportedly coming back. Supposedly, supposedly, you know, reportedly, yeah, yeah. July thirty first is the day that you know I can finally get to tweet good stuff again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, hopefully, it, it sounds like next week we'll really, really know for sure one way or the other. Um, and exactly yeah, what those details are, but it sounds like, from what we can tell, based on the reports that have come, is that July 31st is the date that they want to come back. And now it's just a matter of ironing out the details of how they want to come back. Um, there's been a few different ideas proposed on how to do that, whether it's just start straight into the playoffs, do a couple of play-in uh, type ways, or... I guess everything is a play-in, technically. Um, it's just like the most extreme version would be doing a 71-game yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just, I'm super curious about, like, kind of, like, what the timeline's going to be, like, once things are solidified, which I guess, like, we'll find out next week, probably. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just, like, I want to know, like, how long, if there's going to even going to be, like, a regular season still, if it's going to be just... I know you want a regular season. At I least, know, at least like, three more games <laughs> in a regular season. I know. I need, I need just like maybe two. Like you know, I just, I just need enough like to where I can see if I get that. Get one more win. Literally, just one more. more. Come on, guys. Like just, <laughs> you know, but it's just like I'm just thinking about just like how they're gonna do that. You know, if they do have a regular season coming back. Like, yeah. How many teams are gonna be invited? Like how many? Because I mean, like there are some teams. Like I know some teams are still kind of even if you're not fighting for a playoff spot, you're fighting for, uh, you know, um not a wild card, uh, you know, a, a better draft positioning and stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't had to look at like tankathon or anything for a whole year. Mm-hmm. So I really don't care about too much, but you know, um, yeah, you it know, kind of seeing like, yeah, I just want to see like, kind of like what happens and who like, who's involved, what the schedule's like, what the playoffs are like, mm-hmm. are they going to, you know, are they going to keep like, you know, uh, the seven game series for all rounds or are they going to reduce it? Well, look Um, at what Michael Jordan said. And Michael Jordan said something pretty interesting. He's like, if we truly care about player safety, 
why are we going to play meaningless regular season games? Just let's go to the playoffs. Yeah. And his team sucks. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have no, they don't really have any, uh, you know, they're not going to win anything anytime soon. But, but you know what? Uh, are the Hornets in the playoffs right now? I don't think they are. Let me you go know, to you know, basketball you know, reference. Can you know, can you check on basketball reference still? Like, yeah, really? Oh, let's see here. No, Charlotte no. is the tenth seed in the East. Do they have a chance of making the? Uh, they don't even have a chance, do they? Or do they? Uh, the eighth seed is thirty and thirty-five. Orlando, Charlotte is twenty-three and forty-two. So no, they don't oh, yeah. have no, any yeah. any chance of making the playoffs. Um, that's really interesting. I think it may have something to do from a financial standpoint of these teams that don't have a chance to make the playoffs. How much money are they going to make by flying their entire team and staff out to Disney World? to play three to eight games and then go back. Like, would they end up losing more money than they would make in that scenario? I don't know, man. Maybe that's why these... Because there's no real fringe playoff team. There's no ninth seed. Well, Portland is the only ninth seed that would have stood a chance to making it, really. And, and may, even Dan is like, maybe yeah. the Pelicans and Sacramento, and whole, yeah. But in the, the East, sick, but in yeah. the East, Washington was six games out of uh, the eight seed. eight seed. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, realistically, like especially if it's like a shortened season, anyway, like they wouldn't. Even if it's like a regular, yeah. You know, and Portland was like, three and a half uh, games out of the eight seed, so it's not like it was super close. Yeah, like if it was like a, a half game or something like that, or like exactly tied, mm-hmm. I think that's when it would be like, okay, this is interesting. But well, I think that that's why they talked about like a twenty-two or twenty-four team, like round play, robin, yeah, round robin, yeah. round robin play-in type thing. Permanent arc, yes. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just like I'm excited that this is coming mm-hmm. back. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of talk about like this being like an asterisk season. I mean. When you really think, and I was listening, to, I was actually listening to um, No Dunks, the Athletics mm-hmm. No Dunks, and they're talking about you know the whole asterisk thing. And it's like, well, when you think about it, every season has an asterisk, you know, like like uh, like last year when KD went down, you know, like against the Raptors, you know, and their team started falling apart. Like that could be considered an asterisk. You know, this is more just like yeah. a an even bigger supposed asterisk on a season, you know, and it is what it is, like. I just I just want basketball back at this point, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I really don't care. Um, hopefully next week we have more news, though. Yeah, no, for sure. It would be really great to hear next week. Um, you know, kind of where we're gonna be with uh, with everything. Um, something that's interesting when you want to talk about asterisk seasons. Um, did you know that in the nineteen eighteen flu, uh, that was the year that the Boston Red Sox had won. Um, the World Series it was in the middle of the 1918 pandemic. Really? Yeah. What? What? I did not know that. What the fuck? <laughs> did you also know that in 1918, during the pandemic, um, one of the Montreal Canadiens died from the flu, and so they had to cancel the Stanley Cup Finals in 1918? Holy shit! I did not know that. Right. So See, I don't even know what I'm give a shit about hockey. That's crazy. <laughs> this is just some like stuff that I've heard that's like, hey, if you um if you want to know about like how pandemics have shaped sports in the past, look at nineteen eighteen. So it's really interesting stuff. Like whether you care about it or not, it's yeah. pretty cool. Well, I wouldn't say cool. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. What the hell, man? I did I know that? Yeah. So, um, we're doing our podcast format a little bit differently this week. Um, we're kind of, since there's not a ton of news, but we still want to answer questions from you guys every single week. What we're going to be doing is that news at the front end, like we have so far, and then we're going to answer questions from you guys. Um, and then after that, we'll take a short ad break and then we will be introducing our, um, fan of the week that we got to do a little bit of an interview with. And we're going to be doing that for the next eight weeks or so. Um, as yeah. a lead up into the season restarting that way you guys get a little bit of a fresh new thing uh, without having to do multiple podcasts every single week 
Exactly. You know, so they might be a little longer, but might be a little bit longer, but something for everybody, I think. Yeah, something for everybody. It gives you a chance to kind of like decide what you're enjoying more, whether it's the interviews or the news or the questions. There's something for everybody in our podcasts. Exactly. So um, with further ado, <laughs> let's get into questions. All right. So I asked today around four hours ago, which, you know, it's enough time to get some pretty good ones. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. So first one comes from James, our friend James, of course. Uh, have you read this one yet? I have not. I didn't read any of the questions leading up. Oh, shit. Okay. There might be one you need me to think about. Okay. But, um, okay. Would you rather have the vocabulary of 100 words or only be able to say 3,000 words a day, but it can but it can be any words? Ooh, that is good interesting. Question, right? Yeah. That's a good, I was like, damn it, James, you got a good one, finally. So, I think the problem is, is that I don't know how large my regular vocabulary, vocabulary is currently. And so, 3,000 like words is not that many. Yeah. On top of the fact that I work for a living talking on the phone oh i didn't even think about that right so this is tough just because i work on the phone and i'm hoping that a 100 word vocabulary is enough for me to work and parent appropriately i guess i'm gonna go with 100 word vocabulary but i do not like it <laughs> So, okay, so I'm assuming he's talking about just, like, you know, verbal. Like, you know, like, mm -hmm. us talking to each other. You so, still know all the words. You can still communicate, but... Yeah. So I'm so I'm going with the 3,000 a day. Okay. Because um, I guess my, you know, I'm a little different, so I work from home right now. We're actually, technically, I'm on summer break, but... Yeah. So I don't really have to talk too much if I don't want to. Um if I need to talk to anybody, be my fiance and I can just text her, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I really need to. Yeah. Uh, I could literally just like have 3000 words for like that for the one day that we do the podcast and that's it. Fair <laughs> enough. Know? You know, I would just have to be really cognizant of how many words I'm using and stuff like really that. diligent. Maybe, yeah. maybe you could have like a, uh, like an augmented reality, like yes. glasses and they would just do a daily word, word count for you. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So every like word that. that you speak gives you a, a tick on the on the word count. The only thing is, exactly. is that would our pauses with ums and uhs and likes, wow, okay. would I'd those be, count? I'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. So that's what I would go with. But I think it's because my situation is a little different than yours. So. Yeah. You know, it's a good question, though, James. God damn you. The problem is, is that I think both would force me in my job to be terrible probably honestly yeah like i think i have to use more than 100 words in my vocabulary just for my job yeah like you'd have to pick or you could be talking like a caveman you know just like mm. missing like is like the a's thes, you know stuff like that could you imagine being in tech support and talking like a caveman yeah god you'd be I'd be screwed. You'd be laughed out. You'd be laughed out of your job. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, good James, question. for making me lose my job. I know that's a good question. <laughs> All right, let's see. Hayden Park asks: If you have to sacrifice an NBA player to end COVID, who would it be, and why is it James Harden? Say you that. Know? Say that one more time. Oh, sorry. If you have to sacrifice an NBA player to end COVID, who would it be, and why is it James Harden? Okay, it's not James Harden. Who would it be then? Who would you pick? I don't know, some random ass dude on a two-way contract. <laughs> sorry, sorry, random ass two-way contract dude. Actually, no, I pick an old head that's like almost, <laughs> almost out of the NBA anyway. So like a Jared Dudley or like... And I'm hoping when they say sacrifice, they mean, like, their NBA career is over. Yeah, I hope they don't mean, like, you have to kill them. Right, <laughs> right. Because otherwise, I would just keep COVID. Uh, actually, no, I wouldn't. Fuck. I'm, I'm going to assume that we're not killing anybody here in this, in this train scenario. So, you know what? 
I would sacrifice J.J. Barea. Oh, so he could have a nice right. retirement. He could have a nice retirement. <laughs> Wait, actually, you know what? Even better. I would sacrifice Devin Harris because technically speaking, he is still a free agent in the NBA yeah. and he has not retired. Yeah, I sacrificed Devin right. Harris. Perfect. No bloodshed. <laughs> His NBA career is over. Officially, he has to retire, but COVID is over. Also, so Devin Harris with... is not allowed to coach. Yeah. That that's part of the rules too. So I'm gonna go with so I'm gonna go with your 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 process of it, like also being like they just retire, nothing bad happens to them. Right. Like, whatever. Uh, just because it makes me feel better about you know my answer. But, uh, dude, I would okay. So I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of like what teams we would face. Obviously, mm-hmm. there'd be a Western Conference, you know, team like in the playoffs. Um, my immediate answer would be like Kawhi. Okay. Just because, like, if we face in the playoffs, like we just want we don't have to deal with him anymore. What, um, wouldn't you rather pick like LeBron? Because uh, he's older. Yeah, but LeBron's already on his way out. You know, Kawhi's still you know some time to dominate. Uh, so I would pick Kawhi in the short term. Oh, okay. Like so up- you're saying like th- they have to not play for the rest of the season, then you pick Kawhi. Or, no, no, rest of the they're retired forever. Oh man, really? Okay. Because yeah, yeah, I don't want them to. I don't want LA Clippers to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, wouldn't Wouldn't Paul George be a better answer? Because at least like you're not sacrificing the strength of the NBA as a whole, but you still give the Mavericks a better shot of winning. Uh, like if you're gonna pick a clip a Clippers player selfishly, wouldn't Paul George still be a better answer? Like Kawhi's I mean, the better for... player, but if we're sacrificing people, be, Paul George is the easier sacrifice. He is, but I'd, I'd have to bite the bullet and take out Kawhi. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I'll go with Kawhi. All right, next question goes <laughs> from Shakespeare. Oh, I love this one, bro. You're gonna love this. Okay. Uh oh. You're a renowned archaeologist, Dr. Indiana Jones, and you have just found yourself in a strange place. <laughs> the Marvel Universe. Okay. A, a group of blaster-wielding, crime-fighting, flying superheroes need your help. Can you find all six Infinity Stones before Thanos does? You have from 2012 to 2018. Oh, but added. No one knows where they are. No one knows that two are still on Earth, one on Xander, one on Morag, etc., only Dr. Jones and Thanos will be looking. Hmm. I'd say no, bro. <laughs> I, would say, I would say no for the very specific reason that if you are introducing yourself to a whole new universe, it's going to take you a lot of time to adjust, even if you are Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're talking, even if it took you only a year to adjust to the new rules and, and the new... Yeah, and the, the new yeah, and the fact that like you have to travel halfway across the universe to find half of these Infinity Stones. I'm I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I don't think you. I can't do it. <laughs> it took the entire Avengers all together to get close to finding them before Thanos. And then Thanos still got them. And, all. And, and Thanos <laughs> still got them all. If you added Indiana Jones to the Avengers and Avengers, everybody yeah. was looking, then I give them a shot. Yeah, but if it's only you looking, nah. Yeah. Like if it's only yeah, no. Nah. Good question though. We'll find the two on Earth and that's about it. Yeah, that's but it's like not enough to take out Thanos. No. So let's see. Okay. The Don Luca asks, rank these three John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, and Sean Connery. Um take into account their whole careers as well as not just genre mm-hmm. specific stuff. Okay. Um, so I got Sean Connery at number one. Okay. So, just because I've watched most of his movies. <laughs> okay. I'm... So I got, I got Sean Connery one, um, Clint Eastwood two, and then John Wayne three. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to look at this from a perspective of acting credentials or slash, I'm going to do acting credentials plus... Impact to film in general. Okay. Cool. In that case, I am going to put 
because John Wayne's impact on film is larger than the other two combined, putting John Wayne number one. Yeah, if you're doing it with your criteria, yeah. that makes I'm gonna sense. put Sean Connery number two, and then I'm gonna put uh, Eastwood. Eastwood three because he's a racist. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> good, good question. Good question. Okay. Um, uh, we got a question saying, um, what are your thoughts on the potential 22 team playoffs? Um, I mean, I don't, hate I think it. Right. Yeah, I don't hate right. it. I, I would rather have them have a play in or just do the regular 16 team playoff 22 yeah, teams uh, all at yeah. once. I think a little bit too much. Yeah. But I mean, that's why I take anything. So. Oh, for sure. But okay. So next question, let's go to, uh, Jonas, okay, this is a good one, dude. Had to th- this was, I think, this was the one where I was like, you need to like, you need to read this one and think about it, because uh, I did. Okay. Um, name the most random thing you own. You go ahead and go first. <laughs> um, so thing that I personally own, um, mm-hmm. it's actually not here. <laughs> it's actually not my house, not my parents' house, but it's mine. Um, so I have a, uh, a stuffed dragon that I won at the state fair, Texas state fair, uh, when I was like five. That's cool. And I've kept that forever. So, you know, it's just one of those random things where it's like people, like, you know, people wouldn't think that I would have that. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to fudge it a little bit here. No. Trying to think, I don't own a lot of random things, and that's because I own a minimal amount of things in general. Yeah. Um, so I guess, like, the closest thing to a random thing that I can think of is that I own, and this is just going to be random for me, um, is that I own a print from Susan Care of the original Macintosh logo in in the Apple rainbow colors. Um, Ooh. And, cool. and it's a signed print that I bought for myself uh, a few years ago as a birthday present to myself. Cool. Very cool. That's the only like random, random thing that I can think yeah. of. Yeah. I don't think most people here would be like, oh man, this dude that games on his PC all the goddamn time is going <laughs> to have um, a signed print from the original designer of the Macintosh operating system. Yeah. That's cool, man. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Jacob. Jacob asks, rank these two, rank these three in terms of pure athleticism, mm-hmm. all in their prime. Okay. Uh, Russell Westbrook, John Wall, D Rose. Russ is number one. Yeah, I, I had Russ one, and then I had I had D Rose two, John yeah, Wall three. Too. Yeah, that's exact. Fuck, that was exactly mine. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do we want to get into it a little bit, or do we I just want to? Like, I mean, like, so the I saw all these is, guys. Is that yeah, if we're because all three are point guards. I think pure, that's why I chose all pure athleticism. Russell Westbrook is the most athletic point guard of all time in he his is, prime. Yeah, he is fuck. Yeah, he was fucking insane. We're not you talking. Know, we're not talking about how good they were in their prime. We're just talking pure just, raw athleticism. Yeah, he was fucking stupid crazy. He is the most athletic point guard of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. So and then, so with D Rose. He was so athletic that he hurt himself all the time. Yeah, I hear him. Yeah, you know, like he just had crazy hops all. Yeah. And I think that's that's I think that and speed are obviously like you know hops and speed are the mm-hmm. barometers for uh, you know being super athletic, especially in the NBA. So, yeah, you know, he just had all those, but he just he didn't have to me. D Rose, he had that extra like notch he could turn up to. Yeah, he had but, that one extra step. But Russ had it on all the time. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. that's what the difference is for me with them, too. Those Russ uh, KD, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, are still some of the most uh, some of the fun most team. fun teams that I ever watched, even as a Mavs fan. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay, and then John Wall. 
And John Wall, like, was an above-average athletic type, but I don't think he was on the level of either of those two. Yeah, he'd be, like, in a tier, like, right below them. Yeah, if they're, like, tier 1A, he's, like, tier 1A minus. Yeah, you know, like, he's up there, just Mm -hmm. not quite as, you know, quite as, as an athletic freak as the other two guys are. Right, and what's funny is, is that it would be the exact same order if we were doing the, those guys today too. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, you know, I mean, John Wall hasn't played in how many, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Alvaro asks. Okay. So you sent me a video. Um, mm-hmm. You saw a video and you wanted me to know, like if he agreed, if we agree with the maps part, the video is about like, what if the NBA had an expansion draft, you know? And like, so basically it says, like what players would we be cool with like releasing okay or like how many players are we releasing slash how many players are we allowed to hold on to so um, so he sent a screenshot and um which i was grateful for because i didn't want to watch it mostly. <laughs> uh, like i would have watched it for but you know he was kind enough to send me a screenshot um so we're not releasing but like there's like four players we can't protect um okay so the four players that we didn't protect on the squad so I mean, let me just list all the players, okay? So it's all the players we have in general. So it's Kristaps, Tim, Dwight, Delonre, Maxi, Luca, Seth, Dorian, Boban, Justin Jackson, Willie, and Jalen, right? Okay. Those are all the players. Because we're assuming this is after the season's over. Yeah. I'm assuming. I don't know. No idea. I didn't watch the video. So I'm just well, going I off Well, I mean, any sl- expansion draft would be after the end of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know. So out of those, the ones that were... Um, the ones that were the one of the guys that weren't protected mm-hmm. were Delon, Boban, which hurt my heart, <laughs> Justin Jackson, and Willie Cauley Sign were the four that we just. So, do you agree with that or do you not? It, it depends, uh, because this would assume that the season ends and Willie Cauley Stein picks up his player option. Yeah, if that is the case. I mostly agree with it. I would probably protect Boban for depth purposes. Yeah. And because of the contract, I would unprotect Tim Hardaway Jr. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's going to opt in on that one too. Two reasons. (laughs) Two reasons is one... His contract is large enough that most teams are not... An expansion team is likely to not want to have him. Number two, in an expansion draft, if he is taken from from that protected status, I'm assuming that an expansion draft is going to happen before free agency. And that opens up that many more millions of dollars for the Mavericks to use either this year or next year in free agency. So for me, so again, seeing Boban on there hurt my heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I were to make a case to like protect uh-huh. him and then leave Actually, someone else. I would unprotect like, Dwight Powell. Fucking bitch. That was my answer. Sorry. <laughs> <You> wanna... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Dwight Powell was on our team. <laughs> no, so I was going to pick Dwight because obviously he's contract. Yeah. And then see, he's already hurt. So, you know, he wouldn't be ready by the time season starts anyway. But so, nobody would take it. Yeah. You know, um, I'm cool with Justin going. Sorry. Cool with DeLon going at this point. I'm sorry. Um, Willie, like, he just wasn't here long enough for me to really care. So, mm-hmm. you know. I, well, I he got to play in, like, 10 games before the season shut down. Exactly. You know, and then, like, yeah. So, yeah. That's a good, that's a good question, though. That's a good. Yeah, it's a actually, very good question. Me. That's something that we could go more in depth on at some point. Yeah, we should, actually. Let me see. Um, okay, Jennifer asks, and I'm adding a caveat to this. But okay. Jennifer asks, if any current NBA player not already on, not ready a Maverick could become a Maverick, who would you like to see? And it cannot be Giannis. Okay. I mean, it's going to be the one that I've always said, which is Anthony Davis. I fucking do. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Okay. So I, you had Anthony Davis. I have uh, I have Bradley Beal actually. Bradley Beal. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that this also constitutes us not losing anybody. Yeah, I was, I, I'm just in this scenario, we're perfect mm-hmm. and can't lose anybody. So, yeah, that's exactly what I want to add. You know, is Brad. So, okay. 
Now, if we're talking, like, let's assume that we could get anybody on in the league and it cost us nothing. You're going to hate me. I would get Kawhi Leonard. It's fine. You, it's fine. I just want to, I just want to, I don't want to play against him. That's yeah. the only thing, you know. But could you, could you imagine Kawhi on this team? Our wing depth would get, stupid, e- would be stupid good. Could you imagine a pick and pop with Kawhi and um, either Luka or Kristaps? Fun. Dude, I'd, I think that'd be a good, that's a really good choice, actually. Yeah. Kawhi would be really good on this team. There are a lot of good choices that aren't even like Giannis. You know, Giannis is always like the big <laughs> one, but. There are a lot the, of guys who... Like, the reason Giannis is a big one is because he's currently the best player in the NBA. Yeah. And because he has a soft spot in all Mavs fans' hearts because we feel like he should have been ours. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it just makes sense for us to all want him. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, next question comes from from Aiden. Aiden asks, do you think Kristaps has already hit a ceiling or do you think he still has the unicorn in him and has more to show? Um, definitely has more to show. Absolutely. I mean, just look at this season. This season is a perfect example of Kristaps didn't hit his stride until February. five, ten games before the season halted. Yeah, until February. Yeah, until February, basically. Well, yeah. yeah, really until the Dwight Powell injury, um, which is sad to say, but I know. And then we moved him to the five, and it was like, oh, this all makes sense, right? Like you know, <laughs> um, yeah, man. I just think like. It's that, and also the fact that, like... This is his first time much, not being the focal point of an NBA yeah. team. He has a much better cast around him, even right. including, like, Luka. Not, not that Luka's around him, but, like, you know, he's another orbit, another planet, you know, in the, right. in the system. Um, he, he, the fact he has a he has a, he has has a a coach, like, goddamn Carlisle, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know, he just, he's, he hasn't even begun to get yeah. his potential. So. Yeah, he has stability in an organization that he's never had since he became an NBA player. Exactly. There, there's a lot going on for KP that it was one of those situations where I think he took a small step back this year to take four steps forward. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and I mean, it's just going to get better. Like exactly. this, uh, this time off is a blessing disguise because he can heal up and not to worry about, you know, having to see if he has to sit out or something like that. Anymore. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. It's going to be fun, dude. So it is. It is. When it comes back in July, hopefully. But actually, let's see. Just really okay. quickly, I, I'm uh, just thinking about this: the Kristaps Porzingis Knicks. Did they even have a second player as good as Courtney Lee? Well, I mean, Courtney Lee was on that team. Never mind. As <laughs> good as good as Maxi. Did they have a number two guy as good as Maxi while Kristaps was? on the Knicks and playing? I mean, defensively, probably not. I mean, offensively, like, Ozzy Carmelo, you know, was there yeah. a little bit. So. That's fair. Melo was there for the first yeah. year, right? Yeah, for the first couple of years, I think, he was there. So, I mean, Melo would probably be the answer for that. You know, not defensively, but... Defensively, no. Else. Offensively, Melo. But Melo's and Kristaps game do not mesh together at all, even no, even no. prime Melo. Yeah, no. Yeah, because Melo's an ISO shooter and... Mm-hmm. You know, for Kristaps, you need to move around, you move around the barn. Yep. Hit open shots, so or let him go low and just dunk on everybody. But you know, yeah. Okay, so we have one more question. Okay. Uh, this comes from Luka Doncic news. Um, he asks, and this is I don't know, this is kind of personal, but any advice for frequent anxiety attack? Man. Uh, so. For me, especially like kind of like right now, mm-hmm. everything's going on and stuff like that. Some other stuff in my personal life going on. Um, I've uh, and I just watched Zombieland, so I haven't stuck in my head. But uh, so I watched Zombieland uh, recently, and the the whole aspect, the whole role of um, just like taking a break and just like appreciating the little things, mm-hmm. you know, like does wonders for me. Just to, like slow things down, like. So appreciate sure, oh like I you know had water you know just something like nice just good things that happen to me that day and stuff like that so you know yeah it's kind of those things that I do to kind of do that. and I also do like breathing stuff where I just like 
I wouldn't say meditation, more just like breathing I exercises. Mean, it, so. It, so my my suggestion was going to be as hokey as it sounds meditation, but it depends on how you classify meditation. Yeah. I if you're looking at the spiritual aspects, I don't adhere to that. But just mindfulness and mindful breathing and just thinking yeah. of just being in your own moment for a moment is really, really nice. I also I would say a cold shower. It sucks for the first 30 seconds, but after that, it feels amazing and super refreshing. Um, take a cold shower for like, you know, two, three minutes. Yeah. And I think another one that I would recommend, um, my anxious stuff isn't like as Mm -hmm. prominent as some other people, but like, I know for some people like actually like having a counselor to go talk to you is really good. Um, even like if you, think medication may help you know like again Absolutely. like probably talk to a counselor first and be like hey like you know here's my you know just gotta you gotta talk to someone who's a professional and just yeah obviously you know, these of, are things that help us they won't necessarily yeah. help you one other thing that has helped me a lot has been getting off of social like yes. yeah um i i still hop on on twitter every once in a while obviously right now in the middle of everything that's going on i'm personally on it more but i have all of my social media notifications completely turned off so there's no way for twitter facebook instagram snapchat anything like that to send me a notification and that helps anxiety a lot just knowing that you don't have to wonder like when that next social media endorphin hit is going to happen yeah so that's it on questions, Ruben? Yeah, man, that's it. Okay. So just so you guys know for next week, like I said, you know, we're doing things a little bit different here um, until the NBA season comes back, especially now that we have a more firm idea on what it is. But if you want to send questions, you know, send them over on Twitter. That's where we get 99% of them. But if you want to send any more, you can always send them to podcasts at MFFLs.com as well, if that's a little bit easier for you. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick ad break and then we are going to have our first fan podcast or our, our fan interview. All right, guys. See you guys later. All right. Also one, three, one, two. I'd also like to take a moment to shout out the network that helps us distribute our show armchair media. Armchair is a collection of over 50 podcasts, including ours, trying to localize the sports world just a little bit more. We've been with them for a few months now, as you know, and we've really enjoyed our time growing our audience alongside theirs. Starting on June 1st, Bet Online will serve as the title sponsor of Armchair, as well as our show. This will open up the possibility to develop merchandise lines, as well as potentially host live events once we return to a semblance of normalcy. With NASCAR, UFC, and golf coming back, Bet Online has hundreds of games and events to bet on. They have live and simulated sports, as well as a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge that you can enter for free. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device to check out the action. BetOnline is your online waging solution. In addition to BetOnline coming aboard, though, Armchair will now serve as the host network for the world's largest skateboarding podcast, The Nine Club, hosted by professional skaters Chris Robinson and Kelly Hart. The Nine Club talks every week with the biggest names in skating, and they're on social media at The Nine Club. To see all these things Armchair... Search Armchair Media wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on Armchair's website, armchairmedianetwork.com, and their social channels at Armchair Media. Hey guys, this is Ruben with another uh, fan pod. Today we have my friend Nick. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good, man. Uh, you know, uh, as of this recording, uh, live sports in the U.S. isn't back. Uh, I understand that. Today is the first day that Bundesliga in um, Germany is back, which is cool. I like soccer, so that's fine for me. Um, yeah, man, how you been doing? Doing good, man. You know, staying home, playing a lot of video games, same as everyone. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's been a it's been a trip like this entire time. Like it's been a wild time, man. Like this was my first semester as a teacher, 
<laughs> and uh, oh no, yeah, I was literally in the classroom for a month, and then they were like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, you know, we have to be out for the rest of the se- rest of the not season, the rest of the rest of the school year." So I was like, "That sucks." Okay, like, yeah, that's a curveball right there. Yeah, man, yeah, exactly. I was like, trying to teach, trying to try to learn how to be a teacher, and then trying to like, you know, talk to you know, like. Build a rapport, build a rapport with like the kids and their families, and I'm just like, this sucks, dude. So it's one of those things though that I guess we all have to deal with right now. So yeah, not much you can do with it. Oh yeah, no. Um, so yeah, so uh, I'm happy that you're safe and happy that you're you know healthy. I'm assuming you're not, you don't have it, or you haven't had it. <laughs> no, yeah, I've been lucky enough to dodge it so far. Yeah, man. So uh, what kind of games have you been playing since you uh? This, since you mentioned that you've been playing video games. I uh, started out grinding 2K, but there's only so much of it I could take, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Switched over when Warzone came out. Um, and I'm on PC, so I kind of switched between that, Apex, uh, Valorant's a new one that came out. So, just kind of hopping all around. Okay, yeah. Uh, see, I play on PS4, so I'm just like... And I'm, I'm actually trying to build a PC right now, like... I'm kind of saving up money and just, like, putting it away just so I can buy, like, the good stuff, you know? Yeah, there um, you go. So I don't really know all the specs here or anything like that yet. I just, like, I have a friend who uh, who builds them. So I'm just, like, kind of taking his recommendations. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll save for that. I'll save for that. And then I think we agreed that, like, I would drop off all the parts on his front porch. And then, <laughs> you know, like, wait a little bit and he'll give it back to me, like, you know, built in, like, two weeks or whatever. So... Hopefully that happens yeah. this summer. Yeah, dude, that's how I started got my first PC. I worked with a guy and he was like, You should do that. I was like, Okay. Yeah. Built it all for me, threw it together. And once I really got into it, dude, I haven't touched my PS4 in so long. Outside of like two K. Yes. Yeah. Once you go to PC gaming, man, it's a whole different world. I mean, if PC gaming got MLB the show, I would be all over that. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even have a PS4 anymore because Yeah. That's mostly what I play it for now. Is like like I finished like God of War 100%ed, you know, Spider-Man 100%ed, like, some of the exclusives of, like, 100, you know, I've, I've either finished them or, you know, was like, oh, I don't like this anymore, <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but MLB The Show has been, like, the constant. That's the reason why I even got back into PlayStation, actually, uh, like, in, like, 2012, I think, because I was Xbox for a while, like, 360 for a while, you know, so. Yeah, 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 the show is hard, dude. I tried playing it. I'm not a big baseball guy, but I was like, I'll get into it. And that game gets you frustrated. Bro, I'm like, okay, so, <laughs> so I've told, uh, I don't know if you know Bryce, but I've told, you know, Bryce Patrick about, because um, we, we both like baseball, we both play the game, and, like, he's still, he's still ducking me on playing, like, live with each other. <laughs> I don't oh, know. yeah? So I keep asking him, he's like, no, no, not yet. Anyway, so, um, so I've been, uh. So I've been playing it. I'm actually getting really good at it, dude. Like I can actually see the ball, and I'm like, "Oh damn!" Like I got really good at it because I I used to play, like growing up, and then my dad still plays. So, like I've had before quarantine. Like I had my dad. I've had my dad. Me and my dad played a couple times, and he's like, "This isn't that hard." Like the ball's moving really slow, and I was like, "You don't understand." <laughs> like <laughs> you've seen live pitches like way more than I have. Like you know, you know like how fast the ball is going. <laughs> you know. Um, so tell me your story about how you became a Mavs fan. Um, so my dad, uh, was born in Dallas, but he's an army brat. So, um, <laughs> he was moving around everywhere, but he kind of like stayed central. Like he stayed connected with Dallas sports. Um, so I kind of grew up just Cowboys fan, Mavericks fan, Rangers fan, stuff like that. Um, but I really got into it actually 2011 championship season. Cause, um, I was mainly NFL back then. But then I kind of got into the Mavericks, so got to watch that playoff run, and then been diehard Mavericks ever since. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, how old are you, by the way? Uh, it's twenty-three. Okay, cool. All right, so you're yeah. I got a few years on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the nineties, uh, early nineties. So. Oh yeah, you got a couple. Yeah, but uh, that's cool, man. Like, I feel like a lot of people like we're like you know kind of casual fans until like. 
it was like, oh, we actually have a chance to like not burn ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, after like seeing the Mavericks and being so diehard now, I'm so glad I didn't go through 2006. Dude, it was terrible. I'm so glad. I don't know if I could have handled it. <laughs> like I told you, I'm not even a big baseball guy, and I'm still salty about the Rangers World Series. Oh, dude. Oh, my, okay, like, uh, so okay, so those two things are like. Obviously, like the big like sports things to me, like growing up, right? Like, yeah, I was in college whenever um, twenty eleven happened, so I was there. I was I was in Denton for both uh, the win and the loss. <laughs> you know, the oh, big win man. and the big loss. Uh, yeah. So the big win was awesome. Like I stuck into a bar, like you know, like because I was twenty at the time, stuck into a bar. <laughs> you know, um, like had you know I had a couple. I paid for my drinks, obviously, and then like literally like when like the final buzzer like rang like that was it like literally like no one was caring like who was of age and who wasn't like it was bad (laughs) (laughs) and then for um for the rangers i was i was still i was still underage um (laughs) when uh didn't go to a bar but i went to a party where they were showing the game and um you know we're all like okay cool like let's let's try to go ahead to academy like we're gonna get the you know the championship shirts and all that stuff and literally yeah. I didn't go because I wanted to watch the end of it. So like my uh, my friends had gone and um, I'm watching the game and like literally like the second like Cruz like fucks up I'm like okay let me call everybody and be like we could be here for a while. So uh, <laughs> you know um, and then obviously game seven was not very memorable. So um, yeah but yeah man uh, in 20, 2006 I was I was in high school. And that's kind of like I was already a pretty big Mavs fan, but at that point it was like okay, like it's time to be a typical teenager, like jump on the bandwagon, and like here we go, (laughs) yeah, you know. So um, that sucked. I remember talking about it. Like I remember school being out like during the finals, and my uh, my friends being like, oh, like you're texting each other or whatever, and be like, hey, like this sucks. Like you know, I can't believe you know Dwayne Wade can get like. 150 fucking free throws and stuff like that (laughs) it's not fun um so what is your favorite uh dirk or luca moment so far uh one of each or i pick one i could do do one of each or you can pick one doesn't matter uh dirk moment i went to his final game that was incredible atmosphere Yeah. yeah um like called into work, I was like, I gotta go talk to my girlfriend. I was like, I was like, we're going to this game. Like, I don't care what's happening, anything. I was like, we're going. So I went to the game. You know, hell of a game. Jamal dropped fifty. Dirk got a dunk. All that. So it was like the perfect send off for him. Um. So, Luca though, I was actually at the Zion game. The right before the quarantine happened and I was uh, at both of those games dude <laughs> oh crazy man yeah <laughs> what's craziest about that game is that my dad and I uh my dad splurged because it was for my birthday and we got uh, uh sweet tickets Ooh. and we're watching the game and a few minutes into the first quarter who walks in but Michael Irvin it sits down like two seats away from us holy shit that's and awesome. I was yeah I was just like I, like my dad's the biggest diehard Cowboys fan I was like dad you're not gonna believe he just walked in he's like who he turns around he goes no way. <laughs> so got to watch that game, but uh, Luca crossing up Drew, uh, that was uh, that was really clean because you know it was an OT trying to ice the game. Yeah. And even though even though Maxi missed, Luca was like just seeing Luca hustle, hit the rebound back out. I mean, it was just crazy. And seeing seeing Maxi lock up uh, Zion is one of my under most underrated like favorite parts of the season so far. Yeah, dude, I was I was bugged after the game, and my dad was asking me. He was like, "Why is this not being talked about more?" Because you know everyone's like hyping up Zion, hyping up Zion, uh-huh. and it was like you know Maxi just kind of annihilated him. Him and Porzingis both were locking him down because he was just trying to bully ball him, and um, that's why I get really upset whenever I see Maxi getting trade rumors because I'm like, y'all don't understand. Yeah, I don't do that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, y'all need to watch the Mavs game. I was like, no, especially the contract he's on. Yeah, him and nah. Dorian are on such friendly contracts, which is insane. Because I really thought he yeah. was. I really thought Max was going to leave. I thought he was going to leave in free agency. Like I thought yeah, he was going to go get his bag, and I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, whenever I saw him and Dorian's contracts, I was like, I can't believe we got him back for this much money. That's so good. And it wasn't like a one-year deal either. Was... Yeah. Yeah, I know it's like what three years I think. So it's like it's a good it's a good chunk of time, which is great. Um, 
You still there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, I just like I didn't know if the internet could out into that. Um so um let's see. Ah, here we go. Um so what's your outlook for this team if we come back this season or cuz again we're recording during off time um or next year or whatever. What's your outlook for the, for our team? Um man it depends on if Porzingis can keep doing what he's doing. Um, if they can keep running him at center, I think we got a good chance of a good. Uh, it really depends on the first round matchup because I, I mean, I, I heard on a podcast before. I was like, and the Clippers matchup is terrible. Um, oh, yeah. So it really is like, are we going to get the Clippers, Denver? Like, what's that's big because if we get anyone else other than the Clippers, I think we can get to the second round. Um. Just the way the Clippers played us throughout the regular season, that was really tough. Um, but I have high hopes. Um, I think Porzingis, you know, the more he gets comfortable, Luke is getting in better shape. Everyone's fitting in their roles. It was just the injuries, man. Luke's wrist for the last, like, month of the season, He every time he got a rebounder, got hit, he was grabbing it. So if they can stay healthy, I don't see why they couldn't make second round this year. And next year, depending on free agency, you know, sky's the limit for them. They keep growing like they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so those are very good takes. Um, so you're going to be the first person who gets to experience answering questions that we had to answer. Um, because a, a, a bit of a bit of my of the podcast that I like a lot is that I really like to have um, fan input. So just, like, people asking questions or people giving us, like, comments, concerns, or whatever. Like, I appreciate all of it. Um, so... I collected, I think, let's see, about five questions. And I'm doing about five questions each now of uh, just random questions that I picked out um, for from people from Twitter and stuff like that um, that we've had to answer. So um, this first one comes from Mavs Network. Um, he, asked, he asked us, um, if you had to pick one video on YouTube to get a laugh out of your friends, what do you show them? Uh I might go OG. Achmed the Dead Terror still gets me. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, yeah. That's a good one. Let's see. Um, okay, Tyler Mavericks asks, other than obvious players like Rondo, who is your least favorite Maverick of all time? Ooh, that's a tough one. I know I had to think about this one for a while. I had to go old school with this one, though, when I, when I answered it. <laughs> Man, God, Rondo is rough. I was so high for Rondo too. I'm still I salty know, about that. Still, know. But we got Dwight out of it, so that's what. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why I like that's a saving grace. Yeah. Um. Man, I'm trying to think back. Cause I, I, just, you know, I think I blocked him out. I think I blocked him out of my memory. I, I'm. He's he's my least favorite because of how he left. But OJ Mayo, uh. I'm a little salty about that one. Okay, I think that's fair. I, feel, I, I think I think uh, Rick did a lot of really good stuff with him, and like, kind of with um, Aminu, I, I like I was kind of salty at him too, and not about like how they were with the Mavericks, but how they left. Uh, like I understand secure the bag with Aminu, we couldn't pay him, but OJ, I was like, and he was saying he was going to resign, and you know, we he you know how Carlisle does revitalize his career, got him in a good system, put him in a place to succeed. Yeah, and then he just he just dipped out i was like eh whatever forget that guy <laughs> so i think that's fair man it's fun it's crazy because i remember oj mayo just being like an absolute all-star for like half a season yeah dude i remember him like going one-on-one against like kobe or something like yeah, bro. Back, bucket he... for bucket dropped like almost 40 points and i was like what yeah he was really good for a while so i was like okay this is cool like we got ourselves another all-star sweet and then uh then yeah he just fell off man like it's sad <laughs> I like, yeah, I know that was really sad. When I saw like he was in, like suspended indefinitely from NBA, I was like, man, I was like, I was just thinking back to like yeah. you were saying him going off for half a season. I was like, what could have been? Oh, that really does suck. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, my friend of the podcast, she's a Maverick. Asks, um, what is your favorite dessert? Um. Molten chocolate cake from Chili's. Oh, dude, that's a good one. My it's fiance, always solid. My fiance loves that damn thing. 
<laughs> it's it's always good. Like I've never had a bad chocolate cake, molten chocolate cake from Chili's. Uh, dude, I've, it's, we have to get it every single time we go. Which is oh, why yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad quarantine is like, you know, we can't really go and enjoy it in seats yet. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so filling too, man. Like I have to like, because if, if, I know we're going to get it. So like I have to either like put like half my food aside because it's so damn filling or I have to um, like not eat it basically. And then she takes like half it home or whatever. And I still don't want it because I don't know. I have a weird thing about like leftovers generally. So. I just can't do it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's see. Let's um, okay. So, Lucifer asked this, but I'm going to change it up because I know the answer you're probably going to pick. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could add a Mavs player of the past to this team, who would it be? And it cannot be Dirk. <laughs> um, I think I'm trying to think of what we need. Um, this one would be Nash. Nash, okay. Maybe, um, maybe throw Finley in there. I think Finley would be interesting to see. Oh, Finley today's NBA that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think that'd be really that'd be um that'd be something to see, and I, I would like to see. You know, he's a good balance between Luca and Porzingis. I think. Okay. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, I, I'd like to see that. I think it'd be interesting. Probably not the best pick, but one I'd want to see. I mean, that's that's a good one though. Uh. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember who I picked for this one. I think it was Terry. I think who I picked. I was gonna. I was gonna pick Terry, but I thought that was too easy. Kind of yeah. like with Dirk. I was like, so I was trying to go off the wall with it a little bit. Yeah. For my. For, so usually during these questions, like we get so many of them, and we, I try to go through all of them. So it's like my brain's just like, okay, real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah, real yeah. Quick. You know. Like, which one, which one? <laughs> you know. So I'm like Terry. Okay. Like Mary. Okay. Whoever. Like yeah. I, can, I think. Do think? I do think Sean Mary would actually be a really interesting one. Like in today's oh idea, yeah, like he would be uh, like, like, like primary, like Phoenix Marion, dude, pri- dude, primary and holy. Oh shit. my god, he would be insane. He would, oh, that yeah. I need to go put that on two K and see how that goes out. <laughs> yeah, that would be. That's a good. That's a good. It's <laughs> a good experiment to do, man. Like, yeah. Oh man, uh, let's see. Okay, and uh, the last question I have today is uh, Mark Pullen asks, um, if you get it, I don't know. Some people don't, but whatever. Um, What's your favorite Whataburger item? Um, I get the double Whataburger and add some avocado to it. Oh, avocado. What? Yeah, yeah. Chipotle got me on that avocado. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I didn't know either. Whenever I went to Whataburger, I saw avocado. I was like, I got to try that. So, yeah, now every time I get avocado on my burgers there. Wow, I got to try that, man. Yeah, it's it's not even bad. Like Chipotle is like expensive for. I think it's like seventy cents extra. Yeah, yeah. it's a little bit, but it's not bad. I mean, it's funny too because the whole reason why that why that is is because Americans keep buying up all the avocados and they can't make (laughs) enough of them. Yeah, (laughs) they gotta jack it up. It's like I know this because I have I have a cousin who works at one of those like farms or whatever in Mexico. So he's like, like he'll be on he'll be on a what is it on a Facebook messenger and be like hey like by the way avocados are this much this week and i'm like got it i don't know why you know that but thank you <laughs> like thanks for the info and i was like cool like so she's like make sure to buy avocados and you know the story and i was like that's okay like i got it <laughs> like thank you your avocado dealer right there give me the best price <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah man uh it's been really fun having you on dude uh you know, I love talking to random people and just, like, kind of get to know them and stuff like that. So this has been a – and especially now, right now, like, I feel like we all kind of need to be together, <laughs> you know? Yeah, one way or another. solidarity. So, yeah, just yeah, one way or another. And just, like, it's good to have, like, more Mavs fans on. And I know, like, the fandom has grown a crap ton. Like, I, I've i gained, like – I think my uh, the Reddit Mavericks account has uh, – it's gained, like, 6,000 last, like, year and a half, which is crazy. Luca Mania, man, it's a I powerful know. thing. And Luca, then KP, and then we're good. So it's like, yeah, you know, hopefully we have uh, some some kids right now who are like, oh, like yeah, the Mavs are gonna be my team forever, <laughs> and just like, yeah, right, get yeah. them in now, yeah? yeah, so they can't leave later. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> right, are we shameful? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, man, uh, do you have any questions for me or anything you want to know or anything, man? No, nah, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. It was, you know, it was a lot of fun. I always enjoy talking Mavericks basketball and everything else, you know, random questions and stuff. It was a lot of fun. 
Uh, do you want anything, you have anything to plug or anything like, you know, your, maybe your Twitter ad or your Xbox handle or anything? <laughs> nah, man, I'm, I'm good. I, I won't <laughs> plug anything. I appreciate it though. All right, man. Well, in that case, uh, you stay safe out there, uh, and I will see you on the timeline. All right, man. Appreciate it. You too. All right. Later guys. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.